Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I tell you, life is real funny sometimes. Sometimes it's it's real funny and it's unscripted. That's the funny part of, about life. And um, I'm here today, this morning actually. I had um, it was just on a whim and a prayer. I was um just sitting in front of my computer, like I always do, computer, microphone, and my headset on. And um, I was just just going through uh, Facebook, and I looked, I looked, and I was like, hmm, I wonder what my friend Val is doing this morning. Um, my friend Valeria Rich, she has been my friend since high school. You know, we we went we even went to the prom together. So I um it's was like an unscheduled interview. Well, unscheduled talk really. And I appreciate her and she's so godly that I had to have her on um this morning. So so I had, uh, so here is the segment with her in it and I hope you enjoy everything. I had I had fun doing this, and actually we ran out of time, so I um, ran all the way up until twenty minute, twenty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds, and then it cut off. So I was sitting up here in a panic mode, thinking that it wasn't, it, it didn't save. But I looked at my library, and lo and behold, it there it is. So. Here is my friend, Valeria Rich. Hello, 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 everybody. Good morning. Good morning. This is Kearney D. Palmer for Podcast by Kearney D. Palmer. And I'm here talking to a best, my best, 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 Best best friend from high school, Valeria Rich. Why is it echoing? I didn't want it to echo. Are you still there, Val? I'm still here. Okay. All right. All right. We're just here, just conversating a little bit. Well, wait a minute. What happened? You still there? Hello? Mm-hmm. I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> no, don't be shy. Don't be shy at all. Don't be shy at all. There we go. All right. Now, so um, we were talking a little bit about um, how the COVID-19 was affecting. How is it affecting you as far as... Um, all of this is concerned about them shutting down. Um, basically, all of Michigan, half half of Michigan already. So, how do you feel about this? I feel that something should took place like way before. I know I've been watching every briefing with my son and I. Every night, we watch the briefings of what President Trump and his task force has to say about the economy and keeping people safe and sound and sane and doing the right things. And the doctor, Dr. Fauci, uh, Dr. Um, 
Burks. And I listened to them because I know they specialize and they went to school and they got training. And I followed the statistics so that people would know, we would know, the whole world would know what to do, how to do it. At first, I was a little obscure about it because at first they were like, don't wear the mask unless you have it. And then they were saying, don't wear the mask. If you if you if you're not a carrier, don't wear the mask. Now they're saying everybody need to wear a mask when you go out. So I think a lot of the deaths wouldn't have to take place if they had just told everybody in the beginning that everybody should wear a mask. But I know that this is something new that we've never been through before. So it's like it's like testing every everything. Everything is being tested like. Okay, we're going to tell people that have the virus, uh, wear your mask, stay at home to protect yourself. Now they're like, everybody needs to wear the mask to prevent spreading it. Yeah. Or to prevent, because there's a lot of people that have it, may have it, and don't know that they are carriers of it. Um, yeah, but you know the tripped out part is that um, I know yeah. some speculation um concerning this COVID-19 that um it's been here since December really yeah that's what they were saying that um he knew about it uh since December and who knew it well about it well China knew about it um what was it um um what was the name of it I know it's CCP um, Chinese. Uh, oh my gosh, I, I I forgot what it meant, though. But the CCP knew about it in December, and they didn't let us know. I mean, they didn't let the rest of the world know until probably about the early part of December, um, January, and it was happened. And I guess they thought that they were going to. It, it was an isolated incident, but then come to find out, it spread. It, it was, um, I forgot the name of the village. I think it was the Hunan district in China. It was contained, but then again, then it started spreading. So that's that. Yeah. But it was, um, but you know, um, it didn't really hit us and affect us until January. But it was still something that they could have done to prevent all of this, though. Yeah. But that's all right, though. My skin was sharing with different... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm listening to you. My was sharing with me with these videos of how it started, like these people in China... Uh, these scientists or whatever was doing these bat experiments or they were eating bats or whatever. I don't know what they were doing. And that's how it started with bats in China. And I'm like, who playing around with bats? Why would you play around with bats? What the heck? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, because it is, I know it's something with their, um, the feces of the bat that's very toxic. And they've been saying that for years that, um, and people have been getting sick 
behind that long time ago long you know i mean it's it's been like a ongoing epidemic but i guess it just haven't gotten way out of proportion because um they said a lot of times that um i've seen where they were saying the bat feces is is, is very toxic Ooh, yeah Jesus. that's nasty isn't it <laughs> And then, and then Ooh. think about it, eating a bat too. So, <laughs> and then, you oh know, they, you know, they eat a lot of crazy stuff there anyway. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, I said, um, I'm thinking like, okay, this, I mean, it's been so right widespread. Yeah. It's like, you could just breathe. I mean, I, I just can't fathom. Now it's like the whole country's in shutdown. It's like God trying to get our attention. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe how thing is just like everything is just set, shutting down, and we can't go nowhere. You know, we don't, we only can get non. We can't buy non-essential things. We have to buy things that are essential, like toilet paper, sanitizer, disinfectant, food, food. Yeah. Yeah. The things that are essential, you know, um, the things that try to keep us safe safe safety net you know it's like a safety net and um and keeping us i guess it's helping to save our money too you know yeah but you, things that you know you don't need you yeah, know but, why would you do all that and try to stay alive now the the, the, the new nor the new norm is buying face masks sanitizer disinfectant spray and bleach yeah <laughs> and the basic necessities and food right that's right <laughs> Yeah, but it's funny how they throw all this money. They throw all this money at us and everything. And I'm I'm to the point where if I get if I get a stimulus, stim, ugh, I cannot pronounce words today. Stimulus. <laughs> if I get a stimulus, stim, what? If I get a check, I, 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 I there we go. If if I get one, then I get one. If I don't, I don't. You know, it's you know, it's not gonna make or break me. But you know, it's just yeah, I'm not worried about all of that. I'm just worried about the. Well, no, you know what? I'm not even worried. I'm not worried because oh. what I did was I just put it in God's hands a long time ago when it first when it first started doing all this shutdown and everything like that i was like well i'm just going i'm not i can't handle this by myself and that's the thing that everybody can't realize that you can't handle all of this by yourself that you have to turn it over in god's hands and that's what i've been doing i just turn it over in god's hands and uh that's good yeah and i know it's going to be over pretty soon it's going to be over pretty soon. And then, you know, our economy is going to go back up and everything is going to be back to normal. Yeah. In Jesus name. Yeah. In Jesus name. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now they're talking about a new way. Now they're talking about all these different things that the virus cannot live in warm human environments. And we're going to get a second wave and fall. And in the winter, when it gets started getting cold again, I it's doubt supposed it. to be a second wave. I doubt it. And Yeah, okay. I, I seriously doubt it, though. they just saying that, though. Because if it, if it is a second wave, then 
is something that they're not doing or either that or it's just something that they're expecting. Well, they're expecting the second wave, but, you know, just think about all the different diseases that we had before. We had uh, we had SARS, the bird flu, um, Ebola, Ebola. I mean, and the Ebola is worse than than this. Well, no, wait a minute. No, it's about they're about the same because Ebola they they took out a lot of people in Africa, but um, yeah, I don't. I, no, wait a minute. I can't really say. And let me shut up. <laughs> I can't really say if that's, um, you know, if it what one thing is is worse than the other, but um, yeah, but all it, of it's bad. Yeah, all of it's bad, but it's just the simple fact that there wasn't a second wave of that. It wasn't a second wave of SARS, and you know, it would probably be like it was probably like a couple of isolated incidents to where people were affected by it. But then as far as um, it being a second wave, I don't think it was a second wave. I can't remember if there was a second wave. No, I don't think so. But I mean, but if we practice, if we keep practicing what we've learned before, and we keep doing the same thing that we've been doing as far as the social distances, the, the, you know, and this is easier said than done, you know, once this stuff is over with, you know, the social distances, the not going everywhere and being around a lot of people and everything like that. But, you know, I I think it's going to be a lot better when, once they start, once the, disease starts to uh, dissipate and um, you know and then we know what we're up against and then you we all know that we need to you know what what we need to do to 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 the <clears throat> excuse me know what we need to do to to keep ourselves healthy and stuff mm-hmm. the hidden enemy of President Trump call it and I do believe it's a spiritual thing because anything that you can just stand next to somebody and they can breathe or cough and it's that highly contagious. Right. It's the hidden enemy. You, you can't even see it. It's a spirit all by itself. Yeah. And I just thank God for putting the doorposts on our walls, on our doors. You know, the you know, it's a scripture in the Bible says, please put the blood on a doorpost and when the enemy he'll pass by. Right, and I thank him out that he does pass by my mama's door. Yo, yo, everybody's connected to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's some serious stuff out here. Yeah, I I is. have to get my mask to go check the mail and to go to the dumpster. That's how serious I feel like it is. Yeah, and see, I've um I wore it yesterday. I was out out and about. And I had to make my, I had made a makeshift mask and uh, <laughs> it was like I had, well, I went to dialysis and they had masks. They always have masks for us there. And 
You know, I get there, wash my hands, and then when I sit in a chair, I have the mask on and everything. So everything is, you know, there's sterile and everything. They use gloves. They make sure, you know, I make sure that they, you know, I make sure I watch them as they change out gloves and everything. And then they, you know, they use hand sanitizer to, to wipe their hands once they transfer gloves and everything. So they've been keeping pretty, pretty, you know, uh, pretty much a sterile environment and everything. But it is like cold in there. It's different now. I know I went to my doctor. I didn't some doctors are seeing patients and some aren't. Mm-hmm. But I went to my foot doctor to go get shots in my feet two weeks ago and they were limited to how many people were sitting in the waiting rooms. Mm. And when I got there, there was a nurse. Well, she was, yeah, I think she was something because she had the shield on her face. Just like the, the surgeons be wearing. She was dressed mm-hmm. down like that with yeah. the gown on complete with the gown, the gloves. And when people got up, when it was two people in there, it was me and another person. And when we got, when he got up out of his seat, when he got caught to the back, she went over with the sanitizer wipes and she sanitized the arms. We where we put our arms on our on the chairs that we sat in and the seats. Mm-hmm. And but when I went to my foot doctor, it wasn't none of that going on. Really? I said, well, what are you guys doing? It was like, mm, I don't know. It was quite a few people. It was like 10 people in there. But everybody was social distanced out like three chairs, four chairs over sitting. And I was I was telling one of the girls that worked there, she had a mask on. I said, I had a mask on too. She said, I said, and yeah, the other doctor's office that I went to, when a person got up out of the seat, she was disinfecting mm-hmm. with the disinfecting wipes. Yeah, they do you that. Know, they I do. Just, I just made a suggestion. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do that at dialysis too. As soon as they, as soon as we leave out of the waiting room, they'll come down and disinfect the, the chairs and everything. Yeah. I mean, we should be doing this. They should be doing this stuff all along. You yeah. know what I mean? This, 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 this the new normal now. Yeah. You know, we should have been doing. We should have been washing our hands. We should have been using sanitizer. We should have been keeping our hygiene up. We should have been. You know, yeah. doing what you need to do. Yeah. And it took me back to Michael Jackson, Lord rest his soul. Remember, he used to walk around with the mask on mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And I knew he had nose jobs, nose job, nose work done to his face or whatever. But he walked around with that mask. Every you saw him, he had a mask on just, just about. Yeah. Like when he went to Europe and different countries and cities and stuff, he had the mask on. Yeah. I said, God, were you trying to tell us something back then? Something that he was doing that we should have been doing that we didn't even know that the elements and stuff in the air. Mm-hmm. Just, I had a dream that I seen these airplanes up in the sky and they were releasing um, stuff in the air. And people was pointing up, yelling at the plane, saying, hey, what are you doing? I had a dream. I think it was like uh, about two, three years ago. It's in my dream book. I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what it meant. And I'm like, are we finna be set up for something? I didn't understand the dream. I started telling my, my constituent, you know, the people that I'm connected to in ministry that uh, about the dream that I had had. Because God gives me prophetic dreams. He showed me what's to come just so I can warn the people. And 
when I was looking out. Now I'm thinking back when I'm like, I'm thinking about the planes in the sky. Like, what are they releasing today? I'll be thinking about stuff like that. Maybe that has not happened, but we need to be aware. And it's like a warning dream. Like the COVID virus, maybe this is it. The dream that I had, but it was in a different form, a different mm-hmm. format where God was warning us that stuff in the air, you know, it's going to be transpired through the air or whatever. But yeah. Wow. That's one of my dreams. That's deep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. I'm like, God is deep like that. I'm like, I thank God for trusting me. You know, some things I should have been saying, there's things I, sh- I you know, I'm held accountable. I have to repent, ask God to forgive me, you know. Mm-hmm. The thing that he showed me that I was supposed to tell the people and I didn't tell them. But um, I just asked God to help me yeah. to have faith and confidence that I know it's him that's speaking. And um, yeah, we got to really be mindful. You know, people thought I was OCD. They they really, I didn't take that to another level. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Hey, it's, OCD, they calling me. It's, it's, I moved up a level. <laughs> it is nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with that at all. I think I'm too extra. I'm, <laughs> you think I'm too extra? He said, you spray too much Lysol. You... He says, oh, my God, I can't breathe. <laughs> it might be safer being outside. <laughs> so I, I said, no. <laughs> it smells like a hospital in here with the sanitizer and the white. <laughs> but that's okay. That's that's just fine. Nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing. Nothing's wrong with that at all. Shoot, I, I extra. I get on mama. Did you wash your hands? <laughs> <laughs> so, why are you playing? Did you wash yours? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So we gotta be mindful. Yeah. That's, all, that's all the commercials like we look kids. Yeah. Wash your hands. Wash mm-hmm. your hands. Wash your- <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've gotten to the point where I stopped watching I stopped watching the news because it just it was like nothing there was nothing else on. They weren't talking about anything else. I mean a lot of stuff What's is going right. A lot of We're stuff is aware right but i mean every single day the yeah and it just seemed like there was nothing good there was not no good news it was all bad it was all bad i mean it was like well it took about another six six to seven more people and you know and, and then i had to and you know and i and i and i hope the lord forgives me for this but I had to mute some people on Facebook because I just, I just had to mute some people on Facebook because they were reporting a lot of bad news and, and it just, you know, and it, you know, and I, I suffer from anxiety and depression and everything. So it just, it, it, it just, I don't know. It's, it, you know, I know a lot of people mourn different than, you know, everybody else. But, I mean, it's just to see that every single day when you know that there's people, you know, there's a lot of people dying. But it just, it just, I don't know, I had to mute them. And, you know, it's nothing, 
and nothing against them. You know, I love them to death, but I just, I just couldn't see R.I.P. You know, and then to know that um, people that you knew, you know, are are dropping. You know, but I just, you know, I could just continue to take my vitamin C, my zinc, and everything else that I need to take, my magnesium, iron, and <laughs> try to build build up my immune system. Yeah. We'll be here like that too. About mama some multivitamins, Elijah, myself. Mm-hmm. I said we gotta boost the immune system. Right. About orange juice, orange juice, plenty of fruits and vegetables and um just trying to do right. Oh yeah. Just trying to get our immune system boosted. Um I don't know why Elijah don't take his vitamins, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's the you know my teenager. He said my immune system is already boosted. I said oh, okay, okay, all right, all right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah we got all kind of heels over here. We got zinc, magnesium, mm-hmm. yeah, um, multivitamins. I'm taking a little bit of everything. I, I want to be healthy, you know. Yeah, so. I wonder if um, it was something, maybe it's something in the Flintstone chewables, you know, because remember back in the day when they used to push those all the time, maybe that's something that's coming back around. Maybe. Yeah. Now we got the gummy multivitamins. I bought some, I take two a day, every day. Oh, okay. I sure do. Yeah, I know I need to take some medicine. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing bad this morning. I, I got up, I just got up and then came downstairs, hooked up my mic and everything. And, um, and I'm sitting down here. I didn't even take uh, my medicine. I didn't eat anything. So I'm, I'm probably going to have to probably pretty soon get something to eat before I'll be sitting in the corner somewhere trying to, you know, just, just before my blood sugar drops. Okay. All right. I was just. Oh yeah, you gotta do something. Eat your number some orange juice or something like that. Kind of, you gotta take care of yourself, dear. Yeah, I know. I know. I gotta do that. <laughs> yeah, but I will though. Okay. I was just checking the time to see how much recording I had left. So, I was just. Um, no, I forgot what I was gonna say. She's doing good. She, oh, um, yeah. I just, I, we talk every day. She said she'd be lonely and bored. Oh, yeah. I remember what she's saying after that. Jimmy Moan said she'd be, it's better than being in a casket. Yeah, it is. And I'm, I'm really going to have to make, you know, and I, I do apologize. I'm really going to have to make an effort to go visit your mom because I haven't seen her since she was in, um, the, the, Genesis. Yeah. I haven't seen her since, yeah, I haven't seen her since then. Well, no. Remember, I went to, we went to Kith Haven that one time and brought her the fish sandwiches. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was back in February. Yeah, I'm going to have to go see her. Once all the. Ah, that was so nice. Yeah, she, she, she's, um, she's uh, learning how to walk on her prosthesis. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. But she won't. You won't. She won't use other. Oh. But she says she won't. 
will be walking soon. She will be walking soon. Okay. Well, she got a PT over there three what three times a week, and then she got a a counselor that comes over and talk to her, a therapist, mm-hmm. help her mentally and she can spirit mentally and um physically. Well, that's good. That's good. And I did my therapist because you know I was diagnosed with PTSD after the two car accidents. So yeah, I got a um I had him, but I thank God he do telephone consultations. I mean telephone. But telephone. Mm-hmm. We all got. We all need counselors now. Oh yeah. Well, you know to get through this. Yeah, we need sure somebody do. to talk to. Yeah, and I had looked up online to see if there was um like some kind of uh, therapist to do it on. You know to to do it on camera, and I've seen a couple of them. And I'm probably going to have to just go ahead and break down and and try to um, try to do it. And I'm probably going to do that tomorrow or probably today. Is it working? What's that? Is it helping? Well, talking to somebody. Well, actually, this helps when I'm doing when I'm doing my podcast. This helps me out a lot too Mm -hmm. because it makes me feel. It makes me feel a lot better once I, um, you know, it's like whatever I um, have on my mind, it's like I tell a lot of stories from from um, from when I was growing up, um, a lot of um, stuff that's like my opinion. I try not to get political. I think I had like two episodes to where I'm like really political and where I'm talking about um, what's his face, but... <laughs> But I um I trying to just stay He's away funny. from that. Yeah. Yeah, my son watch him we watch him just to laugh. <laughs> I mean, he cracks us up. He you know, with the media, you know how the media and this is so true, they like to flip stuff. They like to make you look bad. And he said he was talking to this one reporter, he's like he was like, you know, you're fake news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He said, you're seeing your fake news. You're oh fake my news. gosh. Like, stop asking questions. <laughs> he's he's like a big you're never kid. Gonna go anywhere. You're gonna... <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like a big kid. Yes, he is. Oh my God. Yes, he is. They said when they get up in age like that, they start turning young again like a baby. <laughs> he's 73. He doesn't even look it. Uh, he don't look like he's the same age as my mama. And he got his right mind. He you know, he not he don't act senile or nothing. He to be a president, yeah, he's a big brat too. He's a brat. Mm-hmm. And uh they was getting him riled up. But he, he cut it short uh Friday. He didn't answer a lot of, no, it was Thursday. He didn't answer a lot of questions Thursday. He didn't act he didn't answer a lot of questions. Yeah. He said, You guys he said he said, and where you from? You from CNN? You fake news, you fake news. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we watch him just to laugh, just to laugh. Yeah. Um, he is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Let me. See. He got a lot of money. He got some issues too. Yeah, hey, and that's he got a lot of money. And see, that's the that's the main thing right there. He has money. He has money. Hold on, just a sec. Let me see. Oop, it's coming down to where it's about to cut off. 
This is the Kearney Dwayne Palmer Show with my 